0: Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today.
1: The Mavs were back on the court in Texas Monday night. Why one Titan says he's done playing football for Tennessee. Plus, do the Jets have anything figured out for 2021? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports.
0: Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Under normal circumstances, the Dallas Mavericks playing a game in Dallas in February would not be news in and of itself. But this is not a normal world with historic winter storms hitting Texas and the Southwest. The last week, week to 10 days, has been unlike anything we've seen in in recent history and that has affected, of course, thousands, millions of people in their everyday lives. It has also affected, of course, the, the basketball being played, and, and that is further down the list of priorities. That goes without saying. Joining me now, Nick Angstead from Locked On Mavs. And Nick, just walk me through what the last few days with the cancellations and, and everything has been like. What is What has been going on with Dallas here?
2: so with the mavericks they've been able to go through a little bit of a training camp which is kind of the first time they've had all their guys together so they haven't had their whole starting lineup in any kind of training camp or practice or anything at all this season seems like it worked especially after this first game but as you know organization they were able to raise a ton of money for different charities across dfw help a lot of people they donated i think like 1.25 million dollars between cuban and the team and some of their sponsors, and so that was an incredible thing to see from the organization to reach out to the rest of the the community that was really, really struggling with the storms, and you know, we were raising money for that as well. I appreciate you giving us a shout-out the other day, I'm locked on today, but yeah, they were just, the game was postponed because it was just pretty much chaos in DFW and in Dallas and in a lot of Texas, but the Mavericks were able to come back, and they were able to get some practices in, they were able to get their feet under them a little bit, and uh, come out and get this win.
1: Yeah, you mentioned the win, one hundred two ninety two over the Memphis Grizzlies last night. And one of the things that Adam Silver and some of the players said when they went to the bubble was, you know, we want to provide some entertainment in a circumstance that is bleak for a lot of people. We have not left the state of the pandemic. We are still in the midst of it. And then to have all of this come in. Um, With the winter storm only adds to that anxiety for the Mavericks part of this moving forward as a basketball team, they're starting to potentially round into form a little bit. Where is this team headed from here?
2: This Mavericks team was going to struggle during January. They had one of the toughest schedules. Even before the season, we, we predicted, we were like, they're going to really struggle during January. They have a ton of road games. They had the most road games through the first month and a half of the season. And they had a ton of games back-to-back. And then all of a sudden, in February, their, their their schedule got a little bit lighter. They had played a ton of home games. They just got done with like a really long home stretch. And now they're starting to get some wins. Now they're starting to round back into form. They're getting their guys, like I said. They're now finally getting all those guys to round into form, to play together, to get you know, some run in before they start playing some of these games. And so they're starting to round into form. Luka Doncic has been putting up incredible numbers and just doing Luka Doncic things, which is always entertaining and always fun to watch and always leads to winning basketball. And so with him still doing his stuff, they just had to get the role players to round into form, and they're starting to do that.
1: Why the Titans' first-round pick says he's done playing football for Tennessee. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money. Just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball, baseball is going to be here before you know it, hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on, and when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And why not? When you've got names like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, German chocolate, salted caramel, double chocolate, all of these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and yet they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. It is a miracle of modern science. I'm telling you these things are the best i have tried every protein bar on the market in my life nothing holds a candle to built bar they truly are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20 percent off your next order that's promo code locked on for 20 percent off at builtbar.com
0: now here's what you need to be locked on today
1: Seattle Mariners president and CEO Kevin Mather resigned Monday after comments he made to a Rotary Club earlier this month resurfaced and received widespread backlash on Sunday.
0: This is DC Lundberg, the host of Locked on Mariners. Unfortunately, it has not exactly been the most auspicious of weekends for the team, to say the least. Mariners CEO Kevin Mather is now former Mariners CEO Kevin Mather. He resigned on Monday. A video of him bad-mouthing many of the M's players surfaced online over the weekend, talking about everything from failed contract negotiations to some of the player's English language skills. Yeah, his comments were at best wildly irresponsible and childish, and at worst, totally racist. Anyone with a modicum of common sense knows that you just do not say things like what he said, particularly the language stuff. Uh, He evidently missed that memo, however. Plus, baseball is such an international game now that there are bound to be language barriers, but so what? That is just the way it is. And if, if someone sees that as an issue at all, then I would suggest that they find another line of work. M's chairman John Stanton will assume Mather's duties as CEO until a permanent replacement can be found. I'm wondering if they would consider replacing Kevin Mather with Jerry Mather's. The beaver would never say such things.
1: LeBron can shoulder the load for the Lakers without Anthony Davis, right? Wrong. Anthony Owen here for Locked On Lakers. Instant reaction to the Lakers losing in
3: overtime to the Washington Wizards. Uh, that is apparently the fifth win in a row for Washington. Uh, the Lakers have now lost four out of five and, and, and are really kind of searching for, I wouldn't go so far as to say answers uh, so much as they're just looking for a way to just crawl and slide into the home plate that is the all-star break. They look exhausted. LeBron is taking step back, three-pointers against Davis Bertans. The Lakers, they need another ball handler. They will hopefully get one back when uh, Dennis Schroeder comes back on Friday. But until then, this just isn't a very good basketball team right now. It is what it is. Basically, the, the sentiment around the organization right now is just
1: bleep. And then let's get to the all-star break. Oklahoma State was pretty solidly in the tournament field heading into Monday night's matchup with 18th-ranked Texas Tech, but a 74-69 overtime win for the unranked Cowboys will definitely help their seeding. That's if they're allowed to compete at all. The Cowboys are currently appealing a one-year postseason ban issued by the NCAA this past summer, as long as the appeals process is still ongoing or the NCAA decides to lift the ban by mid-March, Oklahoma State... Will be allowed to compete. A new team and a new number for Carson Wentz after wearing number 11 at North Dakota State and during his five seasons with the Eagles. It looks like it will be unavailable with the Colts. Colts' second year receiver, Michael Pittman Jr., who currently wears 11, says he's talked to Wentz about the number and the answer is a no on a possible switch. I am 11, Pittman told TMZ Sports. I don't think there's any deal that is going to be done. Someone's got to tell the rookie what Carson Wentz's last contract looked like. I'm sure he can come up with a number that will get MPJ to switch.
0: Here is another story you need to know.
1: Last night, former Titans first-round pick Isaiah Wilson put a fitting coda on what was a truly bizarre rookie season, tweeting... I'm done with football as a Titan. No further comments. Joining me now from Locked on Titans, Tyler Rowland. And Tyler, this is not the first time Wilson has been in the headlines since he was taken in the first round last spring. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for him and for the Titans, it has been in every case for all the wrong reasons.
4: Yes, uh, absolutely. It has been uh, quite a saga to follow. Uh, here on the ground, just to give the listeners an idea of the timeline here. Isaiah Wilson comes into camp. He's out of shape. He's not taking football very seriously. He's not taking coaching. He's late to meetings. There are problems there. So that's initially the start. Then you go a little bit further into the offseason, and Isaiah Wilson gets in trouble with law enforcement at Tennessee State at a party on campus. They're campus police because of COVID protocols, They weren't allowed to have parties at Tennessee State. And Isaiah Wilson even told the cops that he was considering jumping off the balcony to get away. Luckily, he did not do that. Uh, Then you go further. He had two different stints on the COVID list during the season due to violated protocols based on him. It wasn't chance. It was things he was doing to violate protocol. Not only that. He also had a DUI during the season where he was drunk doing donuts in an intersection in downtown Nashville at like 2 a.m. in the morning. Completely irresponsible as any person, let alone a football player. Not long after that, he got into another car accident where he rear-ended somebody at a light. That is just the stuff Off the field, you add in the fact that the Titans sent Isaiah Wilson home late in the season, put him on the non-football injury suspension list, and just told him to get the heck away from here. It all culminates... With John Robinson last week saying Isaiah Wilson, who was in the building, was not the guy that they scouted last year. He has to decide if he wants to be a professional football player. He had some damning comments about Twitter, uh, about you know using bios, wanting to be a football player, an NFL player, but not actually wanting to put in the work. So at this moment in time, coming to this point where Isaiah Wilson is tweeting out he doesn't want to be a Titan anymore, he's done with football as a Titan, and then deleting the tweet. I mean, that is the timeline here, and at this moment in time, I don't see how anyone involved with the Titans organization or any fan of the team could want this guy around anymore.
1: And what makes this even more troubling for the Titans is this was a playoff team, a team in the AFC Championship game a year ago. They get back to the playoffs, and yet they had some major whiffs this offseason, including and especially Wilson. This is is really something that could set back this franchise.
4: This may be an all-time bad offseason for a general manager in the NFL. The Isaiah Wilson first pick... Christian Fulton in round two barely played throughout the year. Even when he was healthy late in the year, he was a scratch. Darrington Evans, a rookie running back in the third round, barely played this year due to injury. The Titans certainly could have used an explosive pass-catching running back to balance and help Derrick Henry and diversify the offensive attack. Going further, fifth-round defensive lineman Larell Murchison was not good and actually got supplanted by an undrafted free agent and Tyre Tart. You look at seventh-round cornerback, Chris Jackson, he was one of the worst graded and spent most of the season as the worst graded cornerback in the NFL per pro football focus. You look at the colossal failure that was Vic Beasley, mm. where he didn't show up for the first 10 days of training camp. They cut him mid-season without any production whatsoever. Last year was the biggest Best season possible for the Titans to make a Super Bowl run with the current group that they have. And I fear that based on John Robinson's miserable all time bad offseason, I'm worried that that may have closed the door on the Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry Titans making it to a Super Bowl.
1: Do the Jets have anything figured out for 2021? One more break to talk about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counter guy orders the parts off his computer, choosing only from the brands his warehouse happens to carry? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for yourself for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, RockAuto is always the reliably low price for you and the same for a professional not two different prices why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com now and see all of the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you
0: agree or disagree this is the cue of the day
1: the new york jets have a new coach for 2021 they presumably have a new offense but what else do they have in place? What do we know we're getting from them in 2021? Joining me now from Locked on Jets, John Butchko And John, it's not that there are, aren't other teams with question marks. But with the Jaguars, they're not a very good team coming off 2020. We know who their quarterback is going to be. We know Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be there. And some of these other teams at the top of the draft, they have at least something figured out. Did the Jets have anything figured out? Well, the quarterback is an enormous
3: question mark right now. In fact, there were reports on Monday that the Jets are going to let the situation play out a bit. They want to get their evaluations done on the, quarterback, on the non-Trevor Lawrence quarterbacks in this year's draft before they make a decision on what they're going to do with Sam Darnold. And then, of course, you have Deshaun Watson out there in Houston, and the Jets have as much draft capital as any team in the NFL. So they figure to be a contender for his services. What did the Jets have figured out? I think they have the defensive line figured out. On Monday's episode of Locked On Jets, I actually did a ranking of the top Jets players under 26 years old. And the top three were defensive linemen and Williams, who was the third overall pick in 2019, who really blossomed in the second half of 2020. But they also have Foley Fatukasi, who was a sixth-round pick a few years ago out of UConn, who's quietly become one of the top nose tackles against the run in the NFL. They also have John Franklin Myers, who was a waiver-wire pickup in 2019 from the Rams. You may remember a couple years ago, he actually had a sack of Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And he was in the top 10 among pressures for interior defensive linemen, according to Pro Football Focus, in 2020. So... Three really good defensive linemen to build around. Aside from that, it's a lot of question marks. You do have makai Becton at left tackle, who I think his rookie year was up and down, but I do think is going to be a long-term solution at a really important spot. You have Denzel Mims, who was the second-round pick out of Baylor, who looks like a player at wide receiver. But you know, it's a two and fourteen team. A lot of work needs to be done. They don't you
1: know, you, you don't go two and fourteen unless you have a lot of question marks. So where does that work start for you? Because, you know, you mentioned the quarterback. We don't know what they're going to do with Sam Darnold. Presumably they're going to decide how much they like these quarterbacks before they make a decision on Sam Darnold. It could end up being the case that they say, you know, Kyle Wilson, um, who I'm going to keep calling Kyle Wilson, Zach Wilson um, is, is not the guy for us. Justin Fields is not the guy for us. Trey Lance, not the guy for us. So they could still go that route. Right. But it, Beyond the quarterback, because we know that's a big question mark for them, where would you start if you were going to say, OK, they need to get this spot figured out and they need to get it figured out in a hurry?
3: All right. Well, first of all, you're giving Jets fans a really negative flashback when you use the name Kyle Wilson, because they drafted a the cornerback <laughs> in the first round in 2010 by the name yes. of Kyle Wilson out of Boise State, who was famous for. That's why I keep screwing the name of receivers. <laughs> He was famous for getting burned by receivers. The quarterback would overthrow the pass, and he would he would do a finger wag as though he denied the pass after he was like burned by five <laughs> yards. So, very negative connotation for Jets fans bringing that name up. You know they have issues in so many spots. You know you look at the defensive side of the ball. You know I mentioned the defensive line is good, but the two premium spots on defense are corner and edge rusher. They have nothing there. The offensive line is a work in progress, but. If you're asking me one spot, I'd look to upgrade. They got to get some playmakers on offense. This has been one of the worst offenses in the league consistently over, you know, close to the last decade outside of one year in 2015, where they had Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker put up big years and Chris Ivory had a good year on the ground. And you know, a lot of that has been quarterback play has not been up to par, but the jets just aside from that one year with Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker, they've had no playmakers on offense. So, you know, I think normally you'd look at the wide receiver position. You know, maybe there's a tight end, you know, maybe it could be a running back, but probably I'd say the wide receiver position. Again, you have something in Mims. I think he's a quality young piece to build around. You have Jamison Crowder out of the slot who's a decent role player, but I think this offense needs a big time receiver. You know, and there are going to be options available probably in free agency and in the draft this year, guys who could be a go-to guy in the receiving game. That's the spot I'd look at this year.
1: And finally, everyone got excited about the news that EA Sports would be returning to the college football scene. However, Notre Dame will not be lending its name and likeness to the game, not unless the players are getting paid for it their athletic director jack swarbrick released a statement discussing the ongoing push for college athletes to be compensated saying as those rules are developed it is a our strong desire that student athletes be allowed to benefit directly from allowing their name image and performance history to be used in the game now that you've got the news go make some money Listen to Locked On Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Wednesday, is this the last baseball season for one of the all-time greats? That's coming up, so at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.